Hello everybody, Genblue here from the Geek Blues Podcast. Hoping you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving, ate a lot, drank a lot, and did a couple other things depending on who you are. <laughs> so, we did this recording on Thanksgiving Eve, and in it, we give you guys a few good Black Friday Cyber Monday deals with some games and whatnot. And also in this episode, we all went around and said what we were thankful for in terms of geek culture. But I want to add a little extra to that. Alright, I'm very grateful to my fellow hosts, Bill, Dandy Guy in Space, and Major. They've all been doing a really great job with the show, and I'm looking forward to doing great things with them on this podcast. And I gotta say, I'm very thankful for you guys, our listeners, all right, our audience. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I very much hope you continue to do so. Alright, so that being said, here goes the episode. So enjoy the ride, you're in good hands. Catch you later. You're listening to the Geek Blues Podcast, the show that tunes you in and hypes you up on your favorite anime and games. Glad you could make it, Geek Bros and Bluesettes. And now, without further ado, here's Genbu and the Geek Blues crew with today's episode. So sit back and enjoy the ride. You're in good hands. And don't forget to comment, share, and subscribe. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Geek Blues Podcast, where we tune you in and hype you up on your favorite anime and games. I'm your host, Genbu, and tonight I have a full staff once again. Pretty happy to uh, have you guys on. I'll start off with uh, Bill. How's it going? What's up, man? How are you tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. And yeah. uh, Dandy Guy in Space, how about you? Yo, what's up, dude? <laughs> living the dream, living the dream. Aren't we all? <laughs> Hopefully, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, Majora, how's it going? How are you doing, buddy? And trying to enjoy this uh, beautiful Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, I Hallelujah. need to start drinking. Yeah, actually, I'm already uh, listeners. Genbu here is already a little inebriated, so uh, bear with me. Little tipsy, we... little tipsy tonight. We, we beat you to the punch, buddy. <laughs> So tonight, our main topic of focus is going to be the new live-action Avatar, the last Airbender series coming to Netflix. So I have my own thoughts about the whole thing, but we're going to get into that soon. But uh, first of all, how's everyone You know, enjoying their Thanksgiving Eve? <clears throat> good, good, good. I just got back from uh, New Orleans last night at 1 o'clock in the morning. Got a little sleep in, and uh, now I'm ready to go and uh, ready to start drinking again, even though that's probably a horrible idea for my liver. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page, though. So it's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> You're young, though. Your liver can take it. Yeah, until they say your liver can't take it anymore, and I'd be like, ah, no. <laughs> then it can't literally take it, and then you just get another one, and then it can take it again. That's right. black market bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's the goods right there. That's the that's goods. Good. That's called the American dream. Yes. <laughs> I agree. That is the American dream. <laughs> well, the liver can regenerate, so uh, just don't completely kill it, and then maybe in a couple of years I can drink again. You can cut it, too, and then, like, have them sew it back together, and, you know, like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All important details to remember tonight while we're out partying. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I won't remember any of those. Yeah. You know, 
Shit, you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to actually I'm pretty I'm pretty excited tonight. Uh, a couple good things happened over the week. One being I got my boy uh Ryan hooked on Yu Yu Haka show. So he's an avid listener of the show. So Mies, if you're listening to this, I'm giving you a shout out for becoming a Yu Yu Haka show fan. All right, I'm glad I converted you. Okay. <laughs> Unlike two of the hosts on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about you, Majora, but I know me and Dandy. We haven't watched it. I, I, when I was a kid, I watched some of it on Adult Swim when I should have been asleep on my little twelve-inch box TV. But uh, I'll, I'll get back into it eventually. How do you know that I didn't watch it, Bill? I'm pretty sure you said a couple episodes, unless you watched it in the past couple episodes. No, I remember, Dandy. You said you didn't watch it. Don't try and play. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm not the same. You can't remember that well. <laughs> Obviously, I drink too much. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode. All right, I remember that. I remember everything. Gembu knows all. Yeah, sees me, all. Yeah, I had me catching myself for a minute. I was like, wait a second, what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another thing, a little off topic, but all right. So I was at the bookstore last night, right? And I know. I know we have, you know, some 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 shit to talk about tonight, but I'm gonna give a little bit of a of, of Gambu's life experiences before we get into the main core of tonight. So bear with me, real quick. All right, so I'm at the bookstore last night because I like reading. Okay, I read shit. All right, so read a book. <laughs> you know how to read? What would you say? <laughs> oh, oh. You said your ass ain't smart. You said your ass ain't smart. I was gonna say, no, me. I wasn't really doing it as a diss. But hey, you man. got jokes. You got jokes. I like that though. <laughs> Yo, so I'm at the bookstore, right? And all right, people, listeners, all right, audience, stop. Do not bring your loud ass three year old, four year old ass little kid to the bookstore, okay? And have them start crying and shit. All right, listen. I, all right, are we still? Are I know people are afraid to you know beat their kids' asses nowadays, but seriously. What point does that have to get to where you're going to let your kid cry in a nice, peaceful environment like Barnes and Nobles? All right, that's where I go to relax, okay? I go there to relax, okay? I go there to buy my manga, buy my novels, all right? I don't need your loud-ass kid over there crying over some dumb shit like some fucking, uh, over some fucking children's book or whatever, all right? Take your kid to the bathroom, beat that ass for a second, all right? Bring it back out, he'll be good, all right? Little parenting advice for all you guys. Okay, is it just me? Am, Wait, am I wrong do, for saying that? Do, do you I, do you read at the store? I do. Yes. <laughs> I I have to say you're one of the good ones because I literally sit there until I finish the manga and put it back on the shelf and walk out. Wow. <laughs> Damn. See, I, don't, I don't do that. Oh. I like to support artists and 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 no, writers like, and stuff. If, if it's a one that I really like or something, like I'll buy it and take it home, put it in my collection. But if it's one I'm like, oh, this looks cool, let me read it. Okay, I'm going to read the whole damn first <laughs> so, volume, then I'll buy it later. Here's the other thing on that. Here's the flip side of that. Do they not have a policy where like they're supposed to be looking at people making sure they're not doing that? Because if mm. not, then I don't really no, see... No, as, a, as a true, as a big Barnes & Noble's fan, as a as a uh, as a patron of Barnes & Noble, I can say for sure there is no, no rules against that. Because I've, I've actually... I have done that a couple times, so I can't front me. You know, I've done the same thing Majora's done before, but you know, but 
nowadays I do buy it after I read like 50 pages I'll buy it <laughs> damn it's like but well, you gotta make sure you're like alright I'm into this before I buy it kind of thing right exactly yeah that's fair I that's kind of that. fair you know that's that's alright well I just but, bought the first volume to uh, Goblin Slayer I haven't read it yet but I bought the first ooh. volume so no, the volume the, the manga is more graphic than the uh, anime I know, really? I'm so excited oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then, well, there's a light novel and a manga. So, uh, well, I got the first volume of the manga because I like pictures. Yeah, and we. Oh my. <laughs> you're gonna be. Well, that. Gonna be, those goblins put in. Those goblins start. They get even crazier in the manga. They put in that work. Very nice. And we all know what those goblins. Those goblins only think about one thing. Pushy, 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 pushy. Yeah. Was that wrong with me? Was that wrong for me to do that? No, 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 no. You did that when we did that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> but to answer your question, though, I find that extremely fucking annoying. Like, I remember the not the last time I was in the movie theaters, but like one of the last few times I've been in the movie theaters, there was a kid that was like kind of acting up, and it's just like I really just almost turned around and told the parents, like, get the kid out of here. Or tell them to shut the hell up because I'm trying to watch a fucking movie that I paid money to see. Like, yes, it's, thank it's you. It's annoying. Like, you know, just a little, a, do a little bit of parenting. You know, like I mean, when I was growing up as a kid, if I was acting loud like that, I would have got my ass fucking whooped right in the store in front of everybody. No fucks oh, yeah. given. <laughs> yeah, my my the the one line I remember hearing is, "Stop crying before I give you something to cry about." That was my. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think I think I think it's all escalated for like you get kids that get like bruises or whatever. Like, there's no need to like beat your kid that severely to get bruises. But like, if you smack him on the ass a few times or whatever, tell him to shut the hell up. Like, they'll get the message. They'll get the fucking message. Oh man, yeah. So See. people stop bringing stop bringing your loud ass uh, non home trained kid to the bookstore where I'm trying to read my books and my manga. All right, that's people, all I gotta say. People stop having children. <laughs> there you go. Even better. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I, I this world's too fucked up as it is. <laughs> I promise you, if you're Spanish, you'll understand this. All you gotta bring is a chancleta wherever you go. You hold it up in the air, that kid will shut up real quick. Hit him! Hit him! Yo. I'll beat your ass with a flip flop. Exactly. Now, see, I'm not Hispanic, but a lot of my friends are, so I know what you're talking about, Majority. <laughs> oh my god, man! That they are flimsy. But I swear to you, with the right hand on it, it is done, dude. That is dead. They got that you can win a war with that. Yes, it's perfect. It's like getting hit with a damn bat. No, that's what we need. We need to bring that back. We need to bring it yes. back. <laughs> <laughs> so now, usually we start off with uh, some anime news and whatnot, but I really don't have much anime news to give. However, I did not come unprepared, people. Okay. Gambu's got you, all right? Now, this might catch you guys off guard a little bit, my fellow hosts, but I have a question for you guys, all right? Here's my question. We're on Thanksgiving Eve tonight, okay? So I want to ask you guys, all right, let's go around the, the little round table, the little digital studio that we have going on here, and answer this for me. What are you most thankful about, most thankful about in terms of, like, you know, anime? Whether it's a voice actor, an anime series, anime movie, an anime production, you know, what is it? What are you more what are you most grateful about? Or what are you most thankful for? Who are we starting with? Uh I'm a you know what? I'm gonna give the stage to you, Bill. You start us off. All right. Well the first thing that went through my mind is I would have to say 
overall anime uh, because it's led to so many different things in my life and has been so influ- influential to me. I would have to say Cowboy Bebop as a whole. Like watching nice. watching Cowboy Bebop growing up, I didn't really fully understand it, but watching that show growing up really got me into the anime culture and seeing more than just cartoons in anime. And it was so influential with where I've gone, like, and how I've progressed, like, through watching anime, and even even as an own person, because I've learned so much. I've learned so much through anime. People people will knock on anime. Obviously, no one here and no one listening will. But a lot of outsiders will knock on anime and say it's just cartoons. It's just for kids, and it's not. And one of the first shows that taught me that was Cowboy Bebop, and I will always remember that, and I will carry that with me forever. And I respect that answer. Much love, much love, much respect, respect. Yes, sir. <laughs> now I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give the uh, the mic to Majora. Okay. <laughs> um, personally, there's two things that I'm uh, very thankful for this year. One is, um, well, this is more of a. It's it's a little bit of a sad note, but unfortunately, the voice actor for Bulma Briefs and Dragon Ball passed away. The Japanese voice actor, and. Um, it's really saddening, but the overwhelming support from the community of both the English and every other region that they gave to the family and uh, the production was very supportive. And I'm very grateful that people actually look behind the show to the people that actually have to do the work for it. And I'm very grateful for those people that actually, you know, give the care necessary for that. Secondly, I'm very grateful that they're coming out with a new Dragon Ball movie. I'm really hyped for Broly. I can't rely about that. Broly was one of the most underused villains in the whole entire series and I'm just grateful that they're bringing him back and they're giving him a whole new rework they're giving Paragus new rework the movie so far looks awesome I can't wait for it and I can't wait to see Golden Frieza whooping some ass I think Golden Frieza might get his ass beat <laughs> oh he's definitely gonna get his ass beat but I mean he's gonna put up a fight you're right you're right yeah alright I like that I like that and of course last but certainly not least Dandy Guy in Space what you got for me Alright, I, I got two things as well. Uh, the first one would be Gundam Wing, because that's what originally got me into watching anime. Nice. And I just, I, I absolutely love that, and no matter, it, I've rewatched it, and like, it's pretty fucking brutal for like, a ten year old to be watching, but goddamn, is it fucking still good. Um, the second one classic. would be Initial D, because at that point, it's when I really, like, I really respect that anime, because it's not just like, Oh, we went and we took a you know made an anime about drifting. They actually went and like got people who are professional drifters, professional racers, and they went and did their homework. And like everything about that show is like a hundred percent accurate on like something that could actually happen and like why they do certain techniques. Like it's just they were very methodical with it. I really really enjoyed that. Like I, I will, I've watched it subbed, dubbed. I watch it in Swedish. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> A true fan. I like it. Nice. For, the, for those who don't know, uh, Dandy is actually a very, very heavily. Uh, he's a car guy. He likes his Subies, and he is a car guy. So catch him at a meet sometime. No, oh, and my Mustang. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about my Mustang boy. Yeah, it's coming. Ah, back. Even I didn't know that. Nice man. No, it's coming right. back. It's coming back slowly. <laughs> Wait, how many? How many years? How many years? Uh, I think we're going on to year five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just don't have the time anymore, man. Yeah, I know, I know. But because race car, though. Yes, because race car. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, I have to say, 
growing up, you know, one of the big things is not, I watched a lot of anime growing up, you know, when I was a kid, but there was one program that really introduced me to anime. And I got to say for my uh, Thanksgiving, you know, who I'm grateful for or what I'm thankful for at anime special, I got to give it up to Toonami. All right. right. A whole, yeah, you have to. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a solid <laughs> fucking that's answer. Where, that's where I watch Gundam Wing, man. <laughs> Tsunami really made my ch- my childhood in terms of anime. I remember coming home, uh, you know, after school, and when 6 p.m. came around, I would get um, some like some ramen noodles, and you know, and, and heat them up and everything, and make them, and sit down in front of the television as a kid. And then when it was on late night, of course, even better, me and my cousins. We would have these sleepovers as kids. I'd go over to their house in, in Glassboro, and we'd watch Gundam Wing, Outlaw Star, uh, Big O. Big O was uh, yeah, all all the classics, you know, Cowboy Bebop. And just Tsunami was just a great show. And Tom, of course, you know, the host of the show, <laughs> mm-hmm. was I just, you know, all those memories. Just I'm just grateful to have had that experience as a kid growing up. And even now, you know, Tsunami was going for a little bit between my childhood and here as an adult, but now it's back, it's strong, they have their own panel now. So it's cool to see them doing their thing. And I'm just grateful that they're still staying strong and giving you know other kids a chance to have the same experience I felt. Well, think of it this way, like without Toonami, where would have any of us started watching anime? Nowhere. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. I mean, that's literally where I watched it was Toonami. Well, exactly. Yeah. Because every, everything else is, uh, Western animation and uh, live action stuff. Uh, yep. So you never, you would never see that side of the world without Toonami where we are in America. That is very true. Now I'm going to give the floor to Danny Guy in Space who has some gaming news for us. He's going to be taking care of our gaming news segment. And I want to oh. thank you, Dandy, for, uh, for volunteering to do that for me. It means course, a lot. Man. Of course. So what do you got for us today? All right, so we got we got a few things here, um, and also because it is Thanksgiving and getting close to Black Friday, I'm going to have a, a small little segment on a few games that are on sale that I think people should pick up if they don't already have it. So first, we're going to dive in. The first bit of uh, news is uh, so Spyro: The Reignited Trilogy outsold Fallout 76 physical copies uh, in in their first weeks, as it should. That's yeah, right. I agree. I, I I would fully agree with that. I mean, I've heard a lot of things about Fallout seventy six, and I heard it's basically paying sixty dollars to play a, a game that's still in beta and just not fully hashed out. Wow. Well, now I have a question. the uh, The first Spyro game was for PlayStation, right? It was for yes. PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Yep. Okay. Now that was actually the first and only Spyro game I've ever played, but I really did enjoy that game. Well, Spyro, Spyro kind of reminds me of like the PlayStation version of like Banjo Tooie and Banjo Kazooie. Oh, okay. All have right. You, have you ever played that? Have you ever played those games? It's almost like the same setup, like where you have to go to the certain like areas of the world and stuff, and then do a whole bunch of stuff, get a bunch of stuff, and then move on basically to the next part of the game. It's the same thing. I didn't have a PlayStation growing up, so I would go over to my next door neighbor's house and I would play Spyro with him on his PlayStation and he would come over to my house and we would play Banjo-Kazooie on my Nintendo. So it was kind of cool having that next door neighbor with the PlayStation and I had the Nintendo. So we all got to play like both the games. It was so much fun. 
Yeah, but PlayStation <laughs> also had the the Crash series too, which was kind of like. Well, yeah. that's where I played Crash Bandicoot as well. I just bought the Crash Bandicoot remastered for a PlayStation Four like a week ago. It's so hard. I need to get that. Oh, so <laughs> well, at least the first game. The first game is so difficult. It's it's a lot of fun, but it is difficult to get through. It's very, very, very challenging. I just find it very interesting and awesome that um, a game that has such a nostalgic spot for a lot of people it it beat out one of the most anticipated games of this year. Well, my thing is, people are have a misconception of Fallout 76. They think that it's the next mainline Fallout game, which, in actuality, it's not. It's more of an ESO for Fallout. Or it's it's kind of like Rust. <laughs> well, also... Where, oh, you can go. No, I was just going to say, where it's like, you, it's like kind of like free roaming, you build your own base. Like The biggest thing I didn't like about Fallout 76 is that they when they were kind of announcing it and and releasing tidbits of it, they made it kind of seem like it was all about base building, which was, in my opinion, like the worst part of Fallout 4. See, I, I never played a Fallout game. See, I can't really yeah, speak too much on this subject. I was subject. just about to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I have never, I've never played Fallout before in my life, but what I've heard and what I've read about Fallout 76 is that a lot of hardcore Fallout fans are extremely upset at the fact that it, it goes away from everything that Fallout stands for. Like, Fallout is you're supposed to be alone in a wasteland doing your thing, and 76 is, like, an online MMO, and you're with people, and it's just the complete opposite of what Fallout stands for, and that's what people were really upset about. But again, it's not a mainline game. It's just a side game to give people the option to play Fallout in a multiplayer aspect, which they've wanted to do for some time. It's not the next Fallout 5. Fallout 5 is such a ways away when you look at their release pattern. Just like uh, the new Elder Scrolls isn't going to be for a while, Starfield, the new IP, isn't going to be for a long time. Fallout 5 is far away, and this is just something that they wanted to test out. And people are getting upset because they want a new Fallout game, but it takes time to make a new Fallout game. I mean, when they released released New Vegas, that was by Obsidian, using Fallout 3's engine because they weren't given enough time to work it, and it's arguably the best Fallout game that was released under Bethesda's rights. I would agree with that. I would 100% agree with that statement. Yeah, I can't I mean, speak much on it once again because I've never really played Fallout. So well, if, you like, if you like a RPG set in a post-apocalyptic world, I would definitely give it a shot. I would, I would, if, I, if, if, if you were going to give it a shot, I would try at least Fallout 3 or New Vegas because they're extremely cheap, especially during the, uh, the winter and the holiday sales. You know, you could probably pick it up for like maybe like a couple bucks, five bucks at most. Listen, and... viewers, it, sorry, but if you want to try Fallout, go get New Vegas, the complete edition. You can get it for like 20 or less dollars, and it comes with all the DLC, which are story DLCs, by the way. And they're beautifully crafted, beautifully written. It, it's just a masterpiece on its own, and it's so cheap. Hmm. All right. Well, then, what's the next, Dandy? The other thing I had for for because it's it's still sales related is uh Pokemon Go and uh, Pikachu and Eevee the, the let's let's go Eevee and uh, Pikachu they outsold everything else so they actually technically outsold Spyro but because they're technically listed as two different um, games they kind of split them up so they they don't rank in the 
They're in the top ten, but but collectively they beat out both Fallout and Spyro. Yeah, which I mean, I've heard nothing but good news about that game. I mean, everyone that I say says it's like a super upbeat game. Like it's like a happy game. It's a very happy yeah. game. Well, I heard myself that the Pikachu version was more was more uh, popular than the ED version. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, I, I, think, oh, okay. I, I think I think that yeah, it actually is because Pikachu's number four and then Eevee's number six on the list. That would make sense. I mean, you put P- Pikachu's face on anything, people are going to buy it. Yep. It's just exactly. it's like yellow all over again, from what I heard. It's, it's just like in a Pokemon Go format. It's the same game. It's just either you start with a Pikachu or you start with an Eevee, depending on which one you buy. That's really the only difference. Well, yeah. That's so what which one, which one would you guys buy? My girl has both, so it don't matter. But I got stuck with the Pikachu Damn. one. I got stuck with the Pikachu <laughs> one, dude. Yo, I would take uh, Eevee. Yeah, I, I was going Eevee. back and forth because Eevee, there's so much potential for what you could do with Eevee. Uh, there's only one thing you can do with Pikachu. So. Yeah. But, but here's the thing is if it's like if it's anything like Yellow where they lock it out where you can't evolve it, then... Oh, yeah, true. But why would they do that? I would, why would they I would, I would take a Pikachu. That's a that's a good question. Yeah, why would they pick uh, Pokemon with so many different evolution aspects to it if you wouldn't weren't allowed to evolve it? I'm quite sure. Yeah, you that's, can. that would be that would be some bullshit if they did that. I would, that would be, I would throw the game out my car window. I'd be like, Fuck exactly. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, like, there's no point. Like I, I, the only reason I didn't pick it up is because I've been waiting for a full fledged. Um, Pokemon RPG for the Switch, not some Let's Go Pokemon Go bullshit. No, but it it is an RPG. It it's is. supposed to be like red or blue. Yeah, but there's it's no just... there's no there's no training and grinding. Like there's no there's no grinding. Like finding wild Pokemon, they're all over the map. Yes, there is. Well, you yeah, don't fight, you don't fight the wild Pokemon, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you can. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Wait. So, all right. So, continue. I, I'm, I'm new. I'm, I'm new to this news. I'm say that. <laughs> the only thing well, is, every is trailer, it gives you, every trailer I've seen is that you run into a Pokemon and then it's like, all right, throw berries at it. Throw, throw your Pokeballs at it. No, like actual fighting unless you're fighting a trainer. No, you get you you can you can fight all the wild uh, Pokemon that you come into contact with. You just get a little bit more experience for capturing the Pokemon than you do for fighting it. But yeah. you still have to train up your Pokemon just like you normally would. Like I, I caught a, a glimpse of a of a Twitch stream the other day, and they were at the part where um, you turn Bill back from the uh, the Nidorino or Nidoran that he is into his human version. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him fight the, the person, fight a few Pokemon, and then fight a trainer. Oh, okay. So it's literally like red and blue, like red or blue, just in a three D like top-down Pokemon Go-style art style. Okay, uh, I, I was ignorant to the fact. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, listeners. I was ignorant to that. I thought that you couldn't fight wild Pokemon. Listen, Bill, you're not alone. I was ignorant to no, All right, cool. Okay, cool. Because like, all, tra- all the trailers, they showed no wild Pokemon battles. It was all catching. So I just didn't, I guess, do it up. I think they did that mainly because it, it does interface with Pokemon Go. So they kind of want to like also get people to use their Pokemon Go app. And yeah. spend money there too, because you know they do have microtransactions. They have microtransactions. Well, I do want to. I I do want to get it eventually. Uh, I just don't want to. I heard next year they're coming out with like a a mobile handheld version of like a, a Switch. So you won't have to buy the whole Switch in order to play it. What? They're also doing another version of the Switch. They're supposed to be doing like a an upgraded version of the Switch next year as well. Yep. So like yeah, one with so. a little bit more processing power and more graphical power, I think. 
Unless yeah, I just want I just want the handheld thing so I can you know like a like a DS or something you know. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't want the whole thing because I already got an Xbox One in my room and a PS4 in the basement. Like I'm, I don't know. So I wouldn't have need, anywhere to put so it. So you need it's, the Switch it's not to complete the trio. <laughs> it's not as bad as you would think, though. Like a Switch, like in your hand, like a, it, I would say it's like the perfect size. It's not too big. Yeah, the, but yeah. it's not. It's not too small either, to where you're like, oh my god, I'm straining my eyes. But it's big enough to where you're like, this is, this is, this is good for traveling. Oh, I completely yeah. agree yeah. with that. And the dock is so small as it is that it's so easy to just put a, plug it up anywhere. And if you have to go on the go, it's easy to throw in a book bag or any other small carrying case. Yeah, it's definitely the most I mean, mobile system I've ever had. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what I need. I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, oh, it's worth it. Right. So what's next on the list? All right, so the next thing we're going to do is uh, the Black Friday deals. Um, oh, okay. Getting up there. So for – I'm going to do a little bit for, 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 for the uh, PC gaming audience because I am huge into PC gaming. So we got <laughs> Steam. Um, some of their highlights are you can get Rainbow Six Siege for $14, which I absolutely fucking love that game. Mm. Uh, I, that's the game I usually stream, actually. Um Dead by Daylight is $10. Age of Empires 2 is $4. Um, Civilization 6 is $18. Uh, let's see here. We got on GOG, which is another like uh, kind of like Steam for, for PC gaming. Uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition for $20. That's 60% off the price. If you have not played that game and you have a PC and you want something like that's going to entertain you for like a hundred plus hours and you don't really want to spend a lot of money. That is the fucking game to get right there. See now when I eventually I will, I told myself this, I swore to myself, I will get a PC in the very near future. Just so like, I will build it. I will build it and I will, and I will play it and I will conquer in it. So hopefully when I do do that, this game that you mentioned just now won't be out of style. (laughs) Oh no! This game is not. Yeah, The not, Witcher is not going away for a long time. Not okay. Away. Oh my god, that is one of the best. Game. I'm I'm only into it by like ten hours. Like I only have ten hours into it, and it's one of my favorite games ever. I just haven't had the time to play it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see here, and then I'm gonna go for our PlayStation. Yes, nurse. Because I, yes! Think, I think I think all almost all of us in here play PlayStation. Oh wait, no, we all. Play PlayStation, right? Yeah, we all do. Majora, right? Majora doesn't play PlayStation. I have every system you can think of. Oh, (laughs) there we go! What do you prefer? That's the question. Okay, for single-player game experiences, it's PlayStation. For multiplayer, I play Xbox. Well, I'm a single-player RPG master, so PS4 for the win! (laughs) Yes, PS4 all the way. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let me go down this list here. All right, so we've got Spider-Man for $40. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey is the newest one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. $40. That's a I'm good, buying that. That's a good deal. Uh, Black Ops 4, $48, which isn't a bad deal. That's about 20% off. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's still freaking po- fucking popular as hell right now, so... And these are these are all like in the PlayStation Store as well, so you don't have to go buy these physically somewhere. This is you just download it and buy it straight from them. Um, you Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is twenty dollars. Nice. Damn it! I should have waited to get that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Disqualified. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> God of War is twenty-two dollars. God, that is a must get. For twenty-two dollars, like if if you haven't bought, if you're sleeping a lot, go buy it right now. Literally, Wait, go buy. Right, it no right spoilers, now. no spoilers, because I just actually my friend just let me borrow it. So I'm in the middle of playing it right now, so Ooh. don't tell me. It is. Great. I mean, it's 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 a game of the year contender for twenty-two dollars. How can you yeah. beat that? Great toss. <laughs> <laughs> um. Monster Hunter World is $25. That's also a must-get. I'm that a is, big fan of Monster Hunter. I haven't played it in, like, six months, but... Me too, but it's, it's still a great game. I really oh, want to take, like, a day or two, like, on a weekend and, like, jump back into it and see what, what all should, they've done. To we should all we, go to go on a hunt together. <laughs> yes. Geek Blues Hunt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, y'all gonna hate me because I really don't like that game. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? Not, like, cool. <laughs> not cool. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> I just—I got so bored of the game after a few hours. I just couldn't. Well, right. well, listen. If, if you're bored of if you're bored of the game that quickly, I only got. I do have one piece of advice that might help a little bit when it comes to that whole kind of thing. Get your shit together. Get it all together <laughs> and put it in a backpack. All your shit, so it's together. And then yes. get out of my hunt circle. <laughs> we need to go on a hunt, a geek blues hunt. Yes. I agree with Bill. We will make we need to make this happen. We definitely need to make that happen. <laughs> is there anything else in that PS4 list? There there is. I'm looking uh Persona 5 for 20 bucks. Again, like I haven't played that, but like I've I heard know only good things about Persona 5. And it, I've watched people like Twitch stream it, and they put over 180 hours in their playthrough. Wow, it's a must get. So for twenty dollars, like that's up there with like that even beats out probably The Witcher Three for like how much value you get. I'm putting that. I'm literally putting that into my notes right now as we speak. <laughs> get I mean, Persona Five <laughs> only twenty dollars. Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> well, you got you got to do a third one, a third exclamation point, just to you know. Just, just to get it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, that. I got OCD, so I need like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so give us a couple of uh, Xbox if they're if they're there, just for even though for our Xbox players who listen, you know, do you have anything for them? Uh, I do not, only because oh. I- Perfect. Play Xbox anymore. No need. No need. Then. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Look, uh, looks like you, you guys got to get your shit together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so does that um does that wrap up your news, Dan? Do you got anything else for us? I think that's it. I mean, I think there was only what is it? Is Yakuza Kiwami two the newest Yakuza game that came out? Uh, well, six just came out not too long ago. Or is it five? Which one? Pretty sure six was five? a six. I think <clears throat> that oh, just God. came out, right? I think that's not on this list, but um, oh, okay. I, I, I just just for uh, good mentions, The Last of Us Remastered six dollars. Uh, what so good game? So if you don't have that, or game, have played it, and like you're choosing, yeah. like mm, I could go and get some Taco Bell. Like, fuck that. <laughs> get yourself The Last of Us Remastered because that is a fucking masterpiece oh, of a so game. Good. It's just spooky. That is. I played it twice, actually. I hate and spooky games. If you're if you want to spend a few extra bucks, you should definitely go get the um, Uncharted if you haven't. Uncharted oh, is a collection? beautiful series. Uncharted, isn't that with um, Nathan, Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake? Yep. Yeah. 
That w- that whack ass. He, he, Laura Croft is better than him. No, what? she is not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> calm, what? calm down. Calm what? your roll real quick. Calm. Yo, no, I'm, a huge I'm team. Tomb I'm team Croft. All right, no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm team look, Croft. Huge Listen. Tomb Raider fan. But oh, the Uncharted series. It's just so it it the the story just grasps you every single time. Like, well, well, guess what? Guess what? Actually, disqualified. <laughs> oh. wait, right. wait, did you play Uncharted? Like, did you play all of the Uncharted games? Okay. Uh, disqualified. Oh. Disqualified. <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> all, I need, all I know is, if you like Uncharted and you like Nathan Fillion as much as I do. He did make like a fifteen-minute short of him being Nathan Drake. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. If you don't fucking like that, I I can't speak to you anymore. Uh, I'm still. I still gotta say, Team Laura. Team Laura. I'll put it this way: I've played all the Tomb Raider games. I've played all the Uncharted games, and. I like Nathan Drake more than I like Lara Croft. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a he's but, a better character. Look, they based they based Nathan Drake off of Lara no, Croft. No, 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 no. You got to listen, all right? Because when Square Enix takes a new Tomb Raider games, models them after Uncharted, that's telling you something. All right, all right, all right. What we're going to do is we're going to have a Nathan Drake versus Lara Croft episode because this banter is amazing right now. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Tomb Raider versus Uncharted. I agree. I agree. <laughs> So that pretty much wraps up our news, everybody. And that's the way the news goes. Now, before we get into our main topic for tonight, I got to uh, I got to do it to you guys. You know what time it is, right? Oh no, no, no! Oh, no. Yes. Oh, oh, no. No. no, I failed all of them last week. Don't do this. <laughs> no. Don't do this to me. Oh no. It's time. See now, I'm going easy on you guys. I'm not doing because we did our our special Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving Eve special for uh, what we're grateful for in anime. I'm skipping the uh, guest that anime character, and I'm doing. I'm still going strong with the guest that anime opening. That's fine okay? because if I get it wrong, I know I'm going to be listening to good intro music. Fair enough. <laughs> so it's time for the Gembu special. All right, so let's see what you guys got. All right, now here's what we'll do. All right, if you know it, all right, my fellow podcast hosts, okay, if you know this anime opening, all right, you can say it immediately. All right, if you don't know it, I will just leave, I will give the answer at the end of the show. All right, so you guys ready for the first one? Very ready. Oh, God, I thought that intro was a song. I was about to be flabbergasted. That was the Geek Blues uh, intro. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I'm so scared. I realized too late. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're hyping yourself up. You're like, ah. so, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and ghouls, nerds and fools. Here is the first, first song for tonight's episode. All right, guess the anime opening. Here we go. Three, two, and one.
All right. Any takers? Nope. I go home now. Crank it. Crank it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? But I will. So it looks like I'll be announcing the answer for that opening at the end of the show. All right. So now this next one we have is not actually an anime opening, but in a way it kind of is. All right. Oh, no. Now it's an opening for a particular. It's opening for a particular movie. Okay, so if you are a fan of the series, all right, you definitely know this opening. All right, so time for our second guest of the evening for guest that anime opening, and here it is. All right, any takers? I have uh, personally no idea. I'll be honest San- with you. Santa goes to Syria? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yo, at least I'm about the only one on the, on the same page as Santa. Like, yeah, I heard Jingle Bells. Like, I was like, wait. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. We don't need Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? So I will be announcing the answers to those two openings. At the end of the episode. Oh, so without man. further ado, why do we suck so bad into... at that? You said, why what? do we suck so bad at that? Hey, I well, I at least got one out of the last two times we did this. Well, uh, he, need, he needs did. to pick good animes. So that's why. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Yo, he got jokes. <laughs> see now. See, listen, the joke's going to be on Bill when I give the answers to those openings at the end of I the know, show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to look like an asshole. This is going to be great. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> what an asshole. So, so, without further ado, let's get into the main topic of tonight, all right? Netflix, as we all know, is going to be doing a new series, all right? A live-action adaption of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, so yeah. I'm actually super. I'm actually pretty excited because Avatar was such a influential show for me growing up. Like how most people are with Naruto is how I am with Avatar. Like I I I, I couldn't wait to get home and hang out with my friends for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Right. Avatar. Now a question I have for you guys. A lot of people. There are a lot of people I know who consider Avatar an anime. I, okay. I do. So what do you guys think? I believe um, it is an anime. I will say right this. Now. One at a time, actually. Majora, you go first. Oh, my bad. Uh, I'll say, when you think of anime, you think of Japanese animation. And it's an American-made show. I personally wouldn't classify it as typical anime. But it's made in the anime uh, style, more or less. It's made in a, a more of a Japanese artistic style than it is for uh, regular American cartoons. So when it comes down right. to like the bits and pieces of it, it's not an anime, but it's anime styled. And that's enough for me to really classify for myself as an anime per se. All right. I'll, I'll go with the uh, bill. What about you? What do you think? I, I agree with that. Um, I think it takes the best things from both, th- like from both. I think it takes the best things from Western animation and the best things from Easter, uh, Eastern animation and throws it all together. And they, the way, the way they do it, they, it, they, 
I honestly think they created a masterpiece uh, art art wise. It, it's like, and I love the story as well. But they just took the best things from both aspects of animation and they forged it into one. With because the creators, um, Michael DiMartino and Brian, could I can't say this guy's last name, Canetzio, Canetzio. Yeah, that was hard for me. That was kind of hard for me to pronounce. They too. um they were uh, <clears throat> they really actually did not like anime growing up what really got them started was the first time they both saw princess mononoke and when they saw princess mononoke they were like wow there's so much more to anime than than panty sniffing scenes and things like that (laughs) because because back in the 80s anime was extremely misogynistic and racist and there is so there was so much bad parts of anime back then and then when they saw princess mononoke for the first time they're like wow there is actually something extremely beautiful to this that is true i agree i wholeheartedly agree with you on that especially with the uh the past uh the past um uh aspects of animes you know how they i can see how they how they would think that and it's true you know back in the day anime wasn't really to the point where it is now man why you gotta talk about master roshi like that leave him alone (laughs) (laughs) yo i'm not on a little side note though when I was a kid, my mom actually almost stopped me from watching Dragon Ball Z because she watched an episode, and on that episode, Master she was watching the workout video with the girls oh on it, and he was like, God. oh, baby, yeah, baby, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and your mom's like, get this off the damn TV, Gimbo, get to your damn room. Yo, she almost banned me from watching Dragon Ball Z because of that. <laughs> the worst time Because of Master, Ro- Master Roshi's perviness. <laughs> and his nudie magazines, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so Dandy, what do you think about the, uh, what did you classify no, it as a, a, about the debate of anime and I, I'm gonna disagree with the two. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very kidding. Um, oh, no, no. I, I, I would, I would 100%, <laughs> I would 100% agree with them. I mean, it's, it's taking the best of Japanese animation. And if you want to get technical, it's not anime because anime is Japanese animation. But it's enough like it and definitely takes the best of like Americanized cartoons, which I essentially assume and refer to as like it's basically like Japanese anime. So it's just ours. We call it differently. We call it cartoons. They call it anime. Um, takes the best of both. And it's it, it's really good. Uh, I mean... I would agree with them. So the the thing that I'm worried about when it comes to this new live action adaption. All right. Well, you know, before I talk about what I'm worried about, one thing I do got to say, you know, that's a positive thing about it is that Netflix is in, is in charge of this. OK, so the fact that Netflix is taking charge. Actually, you know what? Well, I almost well, fucked up. A- I almost fucked up. Hold on. I almost fucked up. Let me let me back that up. Because Netflix did fuck up uh Death Note. I was, I was literally <laughs> just about to say that to you. I was like, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Death Note. Okay. Did this guy watch the same Death Note live action that I did? Because if he did, he's smoking crack. Right. So let me <laughs> I gotta I caught myself there, okay? I did. I caught myself. Because I was about right. to blast you. like as i was saying it i was like oh shit hold on (laughs) back pedals so all right let me back up then all right so netflix as far as when it comes to at least like you know budgeting i think they'll do a good job with the movie maybe i'm i'm gonna put if i'm gambling i'm gonna say budget wise netflix has the money for it 
they should at least be able to do a good job with it. Well, what were I your believe. feelings on because uh, the the latest one they did live action to um, was the Erased series? Did you enjoy the Erased live action? Uh, honestly, I did not watch. I did not watch that. I thought they did a really really good job with it. Also, it was Japanese made. It was hundred uh, percent Japanese with subtitles and everything. It wasn't like a like a, a American made like Death Note was. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it right. was actually Japanese actors and Japanese made on Netflix for a Netflix original, but um, I don't remember where I was going with this. But that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'll have to say like for me, people want to bring out that there's whitewashing, and a post that I've read said that they said there's got to be any whitewashing. And for me, it's, I don't care about the whitewashing. It's gonna be shit if it's not written correctly. If it's not acted correctly, if it's not produced correctly, you can have as many white okay, people in it um, as you want. But if it's not written correctly, produced correctly, and acted correctly, it's going to be garbage regardless. I would love to see. I'm not trying to cut you. I'm not. I don't mean to cut you off or anything. But as far as that whole thing, I gotta disagree with you on that. Okay, because in the last Avatar movie, did we all watch that last it was Avatar? The, one of the worst Avatar things movie? I've ever seen in my it life. It was. It was garbage. Okay, but now I'm completely on the opposite side of that fence. I struck away. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying, Dan, are you saying you like the, the, the live-action movie that M. Night Shyamalan directed? You know, honestly, like, it wasn't the best movie, but after seeing some other animes turn into live-action... Fuck you guys! I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, make your point, make your point. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was, like, a, it wasn't the greatest, but it, like, it, was, it was a half-decent attempt. Like, the acting wasn't the greatest, but you know what, for... Being entertained and being able to watch it for free, it wasn't the worst two hours of a movie I've ever sat through. Oh no, that goes and to Dragon Ball it, Evolution. My bad. It definitely yeah. made me remember the Avatar series as a whole and remember watching it. And like, I couldn't remember like how it, it's all started out on it. And like, now I'm more interested to go back and rewatch the anime of it and looking forward to seeing how they do the live action for Netflix. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I. You know, I will comment on that in one second because <laughs> I do got a rebuttal for uh, for that. Uh, as far as I'm gonna go back to Majora's uh, comment real quick. Oh. As far as the whole because the whitewashing thing was a problem for the uh, for the actual movie, the M. Shyamalan directed movie. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't care about uh, ethnicity switching or anything like that. But what was weird was that. In the live-action adaption that M. Night Shyamalan directed, all the other characters there were there were you know plenty of dark-skinned characters in the movie. Yeah. The Fire Nation, the Fire Nation, in fact, was all they were all dark-skinned. Yeah, yeah they were like I think Indians were, or Middle Eastern people, as far as I remember. Yeah, and but the one, <laughs> the one group that was supposed to be of darker complexion was you know M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan whitewashed them, yeah. <laughs> which was weird. <laughs> like what I meant to what I meant by it was it's not so much that I don't care about whitewashing, but it's the bigger issue is if it's not produced, written, and acted correctly, it's going to be bad regardless, no matter who you have portraying it. Well, that goes that goes for any movie in general. Exactly. Yes. But that's my biggest point with this. If it's not handled properly, then it's just going to be bad regardless. Well, well, the best the best thing that I've heard about this so far is that DiMartino and Kanetsko are uh, like full force like in this. Like they got pushed to the side when it came to the live action movie and they weren't allowed to put their their stamp, their flair, their blessing to say the least on 
their creation as a live action movie. I mean, it was M. Night Shyamalan's creation, but Avatar is their child. Avatar is their show. And he took it and kind of pushed them out of the forefront a little bit. And now with this new series that's going to be produced, they are full on and full board with it. They're they're in the rooms, they're doing things. And uh, I'm really, really happy about that. Good. Yeah, that was, yeah. Now the here's what okay, this whole live action adaption. All right, I am on the fence about it. Um, one thing that is good about this Netflix series coming out is that one, it's a series. Okay, originally I thought it was a movie. All right, and my original thoughts were okay, if they're really making another live action movie off of Avatar: The Last Airbender, it's gonna fail. Okay, because <laughs> you cannot fit, you can't fit all that material into a movie into one. Yeah, into a movie. But when it was discovered that it was a series, I had I was kind of like, okay, this might be better. But here's what here's one of my main concerns. All right, when it comes to this live action adaptation, here's what they need to have, in my opinion. Okay, what I want to see. Okay, with this new live action adaptation series, I need the fight uh, choreography to be on point with the bending, okay? Because one, now I, I'm, I'm sure most, I'm sure all you guys know, my uh, fellow hosts, that the uh, the bending in Avatar is based off of actual uh, fighting styles and, you know, in the real world. Yes, uh, they actually, actually a, a big guy who is a very, very, uh, a big part of the actual, the original series, Sifu Kitsu, I believe his name is. Um, he mm-hmm. was a, uh, he was a uh, one of the guys who showed them how to animate basically the fighting styles. And what? And now, was the fighting in Avatar: The Last Airbender was that shit not epic? Oh my god, it was amazing! And the way it was, and beautiful. the way they did it, like to keep it on a like on a kids level without like, but also pushing the envelope at the same time. They just did it so beautifully, and it was so fluid. Everything like it was like your eyes would like just. You couldn't be able to take your eyes off the screen when there was a fight going on. It was just so well done. Yeah, and when you mix that with the you know the, the flames and the water and the earth and the air behind the moves, it made it so much more oh, <laughs> so much more appealing and so much more beautiful. It was so good. And they need to be able to replicate that in the movie. I'm sorry, not the movie. I'm sorry, the series. Mm-hmm. So when I'm watching this new series, I want those waterbenders to be doing tai chi with their waterbending. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I need those firebenders because the firebenders did the Northern Shaolin Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. All right. I need that in there. All right. Netflix, please put that in there. All right. Same thing with the airbenders. The airbenders, they did uh, Bagua. Their fine style was Bagua. And that's what produced the uh, the airflow with their techniques. And of course, the uh, earthbenders, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, but it's uh, Hunk Ga Kung Fu. All right. Now, the fighting in the live action movie adaption sucked uh well see like they they got like what like i said we go back to the, how like the actors they picked like the kid who played ang took an acting course at like two days before the film he never acted in his life they just got a kid who could do fucking flips and shit and yeah they could flip it they could flip around and do well but they they didn't choreograph uh, what's the word like the choreography wasn't great for the fight scenes at all no, it wasn't. It was hard. The movie was a mess. It was just a mess. It felt like a muddled mess that they couldn't get a proper grasp in. Dandy, I thought I heard you saying something <laughs> just now. I didn't think it was terrible. And I'm like, I, look, I love Kung Fu, 
uh, kung fu movies. You can even <laughs> ask Bill. I love kung fu movies. I'm huge into Itman and and the Wing Chun and all, and all that. Oh, and oh yes. Oh my God, those are my favorite. Oh I'm, yes. Give me, give well, me some what? Chinese food and a couple of those movies. I got a, I got a weekend. <laughs> there's a, there's a new Ip Man movie coming out, by the way. Just letting you know. Yes, there is. But I, I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, like, uh, it's. I'm assuming because I don't look at the rating. I'm assuming that the live action was rated like PG thirteen. Yes. All right. So then at that point, then they might have been more kind of going and catering towards the kids. No, nah, I can't. Uh, I got no because even the come on now, even the animation itself wasn't rated R or nothing like that. So how come they couldn't they could have mimicked the same thing from the animation? Like, yeah, come on, give us some the, the, like these spicy was, was, was on Tsunami, wasn't it? Which was kind of geared towards kids. What? What was on Tsunami? Uh, Avatar. No, Nickelodeon. No, Nickelodeon. No. Nickelodeon. no. Oh, oh, okay. Whole different so channel. It, that that even sells my point even more so than like that's that's a, that was a kid channel. I mean, right? Yeah, exactly. So they could have. So the movie, at least the live action movie, should have done could have done a better job of you know uh, reciprocating that same fight. You know, the same fighting. Listen, because we have how many movies have you seen where all right, Jet Li's fearless. All right, Donnie Yen's Ip Man. Okay, the choreography in those movies. All right, can we get that? I yeah, want that exactly, in the live action yeah. series coming to yeah, Netflix. I don't. I don't know what their budget was. Their for... budget was one hundred fifty million dollars. Oh, dear. and when did the movie okay. come out? It came out twenty ten. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, they they definitely could have splurged more on. But you got to remember though, to, to do a movie like that with um, CGI, like that CGI is very expensive, especially very, very expensive. It is, but they at the box office they made almost three hundred twenty million dollars. Yeah, but just because they made three hundred twenty million dollars, they can't pump that back into a movie that's already come out. No. Wait. What? Wait. 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 What made three hundred twenty million dollars? They made. Three hundred nineteen point seven million dollars in the box office for the last Airbender movie. See, and yeah, they only you know that, you that, that those millions for Avatar, not for the. Movie. I just yeah. it, it honestly like the way that the movie seemed like it seemed like it was more of like a kind of like a cash grab in a sense. But like I, I don't know, I was entertained at least for like two hours, and like you know I did dick on my phone a little bit, but like you know for something like that to catch me, and at the end of it, I was like, all right, I kind of want to watch more of it. Like I want to see. The rest of the story play out I, just because I, I do like avatar i feel like m night Shyamalan, because he has a very weird uh niche when it comes to movies i feel like he loved the weird concept of avatar but he couldn't get a proper grasp to make the movie in the way that it deserves to be presented uh yeah and that's because he didn't stay in his lane yeah, he, he, no, he, he took did. the creators off the show bit or off the production uh, team and stuff and he took look, too there much was, there was no weird plot twist at the end so therefore he was out of his element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, he was in. He was in the wrong lane with that movie. I, That's I would why. say they definitely needed a better director for that movie. That was definitely something that would make that movie even better. Yeah. But I mean, and it wasn't even. It wasn't I, even I, interesting. I always use things like if if I watch it for free and it's two hours and it wasn't like a complete absolute waste of my time. I was somewhat entertained. Yeah, it was kind of worth it then. I don't know, man. If I'm gonna waste two hours, that's be good. Otherwise, I'd be like, damn, I could have been playing more Red Dead Two. Shit, I could have been ranking up in Siege. I could have been beating somebody's ass in Dragon Ball Fighters for two hours. <laughs> well, like, like, like I said, like the good news coming from from what I've been hearing everywhere is that so many people are coming back to work on this and try to make it right. And I'm super excited. Like they're getting um, they're getting their composer back from the original Avatar. I believe his name is like uh, Jeremy Zuckerman. 
Um, they're like they're trying to get as many people back from the original series as possible to make this right and make Avatar uh, what it should be as a live action, like to its fullest potential. And if they if they if they do accomplish that, I will be the happiest little kid again in the world. I'll be sitting there and enjoying myself wholeheartedly. It'll it'll be definitely interesting to see how it how it plays out because I mean there's also not to go a little bit off topic but like Netflix is also doing a Witcher series yes like a Witcher live action so like they're definitely trying to pick up some live actions and like and and and, and do those kinds of things but I always have my reservations for anything that's anime or gaming turn into a live action just because the track record is just it's not there like the, yeah there might be a few that were somewhat decent or, or, or good but none of them have been like great or excellent no yeah and there's and been the, a lot that have failed in fact yeah <laughs> in fact just a, a quick question for all you guys and just so we can get back um, i'm gonna ask this real quick then we get back to topic what is the the worst live action adaption from a video game you've seen Ooh, from a video game. <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna start first i'm gonna say definitely the uh the street fighter movie with john claude oh, van damme yeah. oh no i know mine i know mine <laughs> I what was your son of a bitch? You took my answer. <laughs> I actually liked Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal, I still watch Mortal it. Mortal Kombat <laughs> is good if you want to watch it comedically. Just laugh at how it is. If you yeah. try to take it as an action, <laughs> like think of think of Dragon Ball Evolution. The only way I enjoyed that movie was going through and making fun of every little mistake and the fact that the only character that got right in the whole thing was Yamcha. You get the most useless character correct in the whole entire show. I don't understand. <laughs> so, so one thing. All right. So, just a little, a little funny, uh, a little funny memory I have from the live action uh, Avatar: Last Airbender movie that I don't want repeated. Okay, in this new uh, live action series Netflix is doing. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this or not. Okay, but in one scene in the movie. Uh, in, the, in the last Airbender movie, the Earthbenders, there was like maybe a platoon of them, like eight of them, right? And do you guys know what crumping, crumping yes. is? Yes. You know, you yes, guys know what that is? All right. So these eight Earthbenders in the movie, right? They were they were pretty much crumping, okay? <laughs> they were crumping the air? <laughs> in unison. In unison, they were crumping like, huh, 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 huh. And they lifted their right arms up and one little boulder the size of a watermelon yeah. shot up from the sky, shot up from the ground. <laughs> like, you just gotta get your crump on. <laughs> they were just trying to dance. They weren't bending. Yo. <laughs> it's like, yo, it does not take, at least in the at least in the cartoon, it did not take eight earthbenders to lift up a five-pound piece of earth. <laughs> Listen, if your platoon is eight men big, your military's got a problem. If you could pick up a well, five-pound <laughs> boulder with eight guys, your military and the Earth Nation has a problem. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if, if M. Night Shyamalan and his crew watched the, watched the actual cartoon. Probably fucking not. Yeah, probably not. Because <laughs> here's what I want to see in this new live-action series, okay? Don't go. They can't skip out. They can't They can't go half-ass on, on this bending, all right? I already talked about the martial arts. All right, now for the actual bending, okay? I need, if an Earthbender is doing their thing, I need the earth to move like water, okay? That's what I want to see. All right, Netflix. I want that earth moving smooth. I want that fire. The fire needs to come out of the firebender's hands, all right, their mouths. I don't want that same shit that we got in the movie where the firebenders, 
needed fire to fire Ben. Like they had to launch flaming yeah. uh, balls of straw and get the fire. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is this dude? I don't want to see. What that. is he a caveman? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but if they do, I don't. I if want, they do it right, dude. If they do it right. Yeah, I want to see the bending coming from their bodies. Okay, I don't want to see a, another repeat of that. Uh, you know that bullshit that we got in the movie. All right. I better see somebody having so bad of a diarrhea he just farts flames. Yeah. <laughs> if I see that, I'm turning. I'm turning that shit off. I'm like, all right. Too much cheese. He's lactose intolerant. This is too much. For yeah, me. man. <laughs> Does anyone know? Do you guys have anything in particular? I know I've been I've been harping on this because I I feel very strongly about this new live action. I know I've been harping about it, but I feel very strongly about it. I'm a big fan of it. I want to make sure it's no, done I feel, right. So I, I feel know the I'm, exact same way you do. Like I'm such a big fan of the show that like I just want it to be like I just want to see it to its full potential, and, and just I want to I want to just like be engulfed in it and be engulfed in bending and martial arts and it. Oh my god, if they do it well, it will be the best. I, Nate. <coughs> oh, um, sorry. I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from at least the one person in here who's not a big fan of Avatar, I think that if this is done correctly, it gives a huge avenue for people to enjoy this and then go back and watch the original to enjoy that, which brings more potential followers. And I think it's great for the original creators. I think it's great for the original show because this show is counting more on just the original fans. It's bringing in new people. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Yeah, because, you know, Netflix has a huge following in, in itself. Oh, yeah. so Especially with cable do. dying out. I mean, all these pay-per-view yeah. things are now going to be coming in. You got Hulu, you got Netflix. Everything. That's all there is. Yeah. Now, here's here's another reason why. And before I continue with my, my, uh, my statements, <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, one thing. I do – I believe that Netflix – if I had to make a gamble and roll some dice, bet some money, honestly, it might be, it might sound kind of pessimistic, but I think Netflix is gonna fuck it up. I think it's, I think they're gonna fuck up. But I don't, I don't. I, I mean, they, it. All right, so Death Note. We all know that was oof. That, that was, was terrible. That was a big that oof. Was, that was a big, big oof, and that had like a huge following. Like I know people that went all the way to to L. A just to see the premiere and they were very let down by that. That's a waste of a plane ticket. Yeah. So Why would you fly? Why the fuck? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> well, I mean, you because know, it was at um, the uh, LA uh, Comic-Con. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. So, like, they right. did the premiere there. Um, so I mean, I, I mean the, the track record is just it's not there. Like I I, I want it to be really really good cuz it really needs it and like the I feel like anime fans really need a really good live action since we haven't really had a, a, a an excellent one, but it's it's just not there. Uh, I think they're gonna somehow somehow mess it up. Plus, now that you've got a lot of people looking at it and crit- critiquing any live action anime that they do because of their past ones, like it just it puts a harsher view on it already. Like everyone's just already looking at it with like stricter eyes, I guess. But on the flip side of that, when you have something that was done awful and you have something that might be done good, people will compare the two and realize the amount of difference that it had. So it might be overpraised depending on how good this one is compared to Death Note. 
Because it could just yeah. be good, and people will say that it's great when in actuality it's just good because of how much the difference is. Now, if it if the original creators have as much creative control as it seems from the posts that I've been reading, then I think that there's no reason for the scene to turn out bad. However, if Netflix is taking more control than they probably should, then I could see it going in the wrong direction, like you were saying. And here's going off of that. Here's one more. Here's one more thing I want to see definitely. And this live action adaption. All right. I need to see Avatar The Last Airbender is known for having an abundance, a plethora of interesting, beautiful uh, creatures in it. Yes. Yes. Now, are we going to get the are we going to get that in this live action series? I'm, I'm, I don't know. Now, I think we could because um, I think uh, has you, have you guys seen that movie with Will Smith in it? Uh, Bright that Netflix. I've did? heard yes. of it. I, I've seen bits and it pieces. Was- I haven't watched. It. I thought it was a pretty decent movie, honestly. Yeah, I thought that the uh, based off of that budget, and the way they had like the orcs and the fairies and everything, and the people in there, I think they have the budget for us to get some decent creatures in there. I'm not saying we need the whole entire, the whole entire catalog of creatures that Avatar: The Last Airbender has inside this live action series, but I want to see some pretty cool, you know, creatures flying around, you know, crawling around. Oh yeah, you know that would be amazing. That would just be like a nice, that would be such a nice little touch that they could do that like like people like us would be like. Wow, thank you. Just like thank you for like acknowledging that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I my feeling about stuff like that is usually when a show is coming out, it typically has a lower budget for the first few episodes or first season. Once they get the ratings for that season is when they generally bump up the budget. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see too much in the first season, but come next season we get much more than we're anticipating if the if the uh, ratings are well enough. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We better fucking have Appa and Momo. In oh, that definitely. Shit. There's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, you can't leave out Appa. If those aren't in the first episode, I think fans are just going to roll their heads. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, nope, turn this shit off. I want to see a live-action Appa. Flying <laughs> around doing his thing. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much, I, I pretty much stated everything I want to see personally in this live-action adaption that I didn't really get you know I thought I really wasn't fulfilled on with the movie am I uh unless you guys have you guys have anything to add uh no um I just think um if you are if you're craving something avatar like esque right now uh go watch the dragon prince on Netflix it's uh it's a newer series that came out recently and it's one of the head writers from the original cast uh writing crew of avatar on Nickelodeon and uh you can totally see the similarities um, it's like all the little funny punch lines and it's just good. It's just, it's, it's a wholesome, good show. And, um, I watched it, uh, I watched the whole season on the way back from new Orleans on my plane. And it was, I am waiting for a second season now. I thought it was really good. I do want to check that out. I've heard some really good things about yeah, that. If you're too. an av- if you're an avatar I- fan, like you'll definitely see the similarities as soon as you start watching it. Now, how many episodes? Is Nine. There? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and they're all 25 minutes, you know, standard. But yeah, I watched it on a three-hour plane ride, and I finished the whole thing, so. Wait, nine episodes? That's like I a know, weird number. Right? <laughs> I know, right? I gotta double-check myself, but I believe there's nine. If, you, if, you, if, if, I, if I'm wrong, then correct me on the Facebook page or in the comments or something like that and tell me I'm an asshole. I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you're an asshole. What, is it not nine? <laughs> No, I just don't know. I'm just calling you an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) 
Does, does anyone else have anything to add to our avatar uh, details? Uh, I'll just say this right now. If anybody from Netflix that works there is watching, coming from somebody who doesn't watch Avatar, make me interested in the in the show. Make me interested in it. Catch my attention. Make me want to go back and see the originals. Because if you can do that, then you've nailed a very perfect goal. And that's really all I have to say about it. All right. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh... We can only hope for the best, to be honest. Like the way live actions go is sometimes they're trash, sometimes they're okay, sometimes they're good. They're not they're never usually amazing. But um with it being like it's it's not supposed to come out until like late, late two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty. And um with that amount of time and hopefully a good amount of money and support from Netflix, uh they should be able to pull it off. And like I said, we can only hope that they do, because I really don't want to see another trash live action avatar. <laughs> and dandy uh bell pretty much nailed everything i was gonna say i mean <laughs> i just i i hope that they they don't trash it but i had my reservations on it uh, i just would just have to wait and see how until it comes out all right so before we get into the uh the last few minutes of the show i want to Pretty much give a, a pass or fail gamble to you guys. All right, so Genbu here. I'm saying that the Netflix animation, I'm sorry, Netflix live action, excuse me, Netflix live action adaption is going to fail. I'm gambling it's going to fail. Dandy, what do you think? Fail or pass? Uh, I mean, considering the track record of live action, I mean, I, I'm going to say fail. I mean, it's just not. All right. Bill, what do you uh, think? If I had, if I, if I had to gamble, if I had to gamble with my head, not my heart, I would, I would say <laughs> fail. But I wanted to, I wanted to pass with flying colors so bad. But I honestly don't know if I can believe myself. <laughs> Major, <laughs> um, like I said before, if the original creators have creative control, I think that this has the possibility to be great but because of the track record yeah, that's if, I know, because of the track record with netflix i unfortunately will have to say that i'm expecting this to not do well however <laughs> i'm keeping my hopes up because i really hope that it turns out good because i want it to engross me i want it to really hook me on as tight as possible well people you've heard it <laughs> all four <laughs> of the geek blues we got a full sweep <laughs> <laughs> we think it's gonna fail. We think it's gonna fail. Majora and Bill have some more positivity than myself and Dandy, but overall, we think it might. We think it's gonna, you know, plummet. Oh, I'm gonna watch it either way. I don't even care if it's trash. I'm gonna oh, watch yeah. it. I love the. Sh- I love Avatar so much. Me too. And we're, and we're gonna do a. Fo- we're definitely gonna do a follow up. Oh, yeah. Worst comes to yeah. worst, I'll watch it just to fucking watch it fail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Now, before we head out for the evening, I got to uh, replay. I'm going to replay our guest anime opening segments one more time for everybody before I give the answers to tonight's uh, show. Here we go. First one. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, 
That anime intro came from Black Lagoon. Oh, I love Black Lagoon. Fuck! I mean, I, I did. I like. I watched it a while, a long time ago. But that's probably why I don't remember. But that dude, that anime is fucking amazing. Revy's one of my favorite characters of all time, any anime ever. Bill, I just want to yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill, Bill, yeah. real quick. Something I tell you. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Great show, though. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was an asshole. I was wrong. Great show. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now the uh, second portion, the second opening. I know it. What oh, is it? it's uh, it's Christmas in Egypt. <laughs> what? No. What? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the opening for the Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh, Fuck me. I didn't watch the movie. Oh. I'm actually referring to the uh, the animation the the and uh, the 1990s. Uh, wait, I have watched that. Shit, that was good. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the live action. I was like, no, I didn't see that yet. Damn. Dude, it sounded like no, shit. the actual the actual you know, anime. You know, anime Bill, you're movie. a double asshole now. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna leave. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I thought Dandy was gonna get that one. I am. I, you know, what? go ahead and say disqualify it. him. Yeah, I'm sorry, Danny. Disqualified. <laughs> That's two that I should have known within like the last like three weeks. Well, I should, I I should have got Black Lagoon. I should. Like, I have all. I have all the mangas. I've watched the show like twice. How do I? It, Jesus. That just. I was gonna watch the Ghost in the Shell, the uh, the live action tonight. <laughs> I went to bed. <laughs> well, I gotta. That makes it so much worse. I gotta eat some food and go to the bar. Get my drink on. Yes. It's time for us to head out for the evening, everybody, and get our drink on. But as far as our anime openings go, my fellow host is always next week. Yeah. All right, you might get it. I don't have high hopes. <laughs> my track record's not speaking well for itself. <laughs> so that being said, everybody, catch us at www.geekbluespodcast.com. All right, and that blues is with a Z. You can catch us on all forms of social media, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Join our Facebook group called the Geek Blues Anime and Gaming Roundtable. We'd be happy to have you. We are also available on all listening platforms, okay? Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, CastBox, you name it, we're on it. And uh, other than that, I uh, wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, my fellow hosts, all right? Guys, be safe oh, tonight. Oh, I will. Happy Thanksgiving, right. everybody. Stay safe tonight. I know you're not going to listen to it tonight, the episode probably. But stay safe when you do go out for whenever you go out and have fun and listen to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Majority. Hey, remember, it's not a happy holiday if you don't have an alcoholic beverage in your hand. So drink up and stay safe and don't drive. Here, here. I like that. Here, here. Dandy? 
I, I, this is gonna sound really weird, but uh, I gotta give a shout out to a coworker. Uh, he asked me, says beef jerky. Don't ask me why, but that's he. He asked me to put that in there. Uh, oh my word! Weird flex. Weird I flex, like it. But okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. He's yeah. like, yo, throw that in there somewhere, and like somewhere special. So I'm um, now like, yo, man, I got you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, everybody, have a great yeah. night. Good Peace night, guys. Out. Peace. Good night.